Hello, I'm back. It's Alana. And today, I'm happy to be back with another book. This book is called Whatever After Book One, Fairest of All. What, the Whatever After Book series is written by Sarah Mlinowski. She's a really good author. And I have all three books here. And um, for now, I think I'm just going to read the first one. And if you want to read the rest, you can either buy them for $9.99 US or $12.99 Canadian. So that's $9.99 US or $10 and $12.99 Canadian or $13. Anyway, let's get started. Whatever after, fairest of all. And I'm just going to read the blurb in the back. Once upon a time, my brother and I were normal kids. The next minute, the magic mirror in our basement started slurping us up and dropping us into fairy tales. No, really. We got we get to meet Snow White, Cinderella, and the Little Mermaid. But not but nothing ever goes the way we plan. Okay. And there are also like um reviews on this. Tons of fractured fairy tale fun. That was um, Meg Habit. She's the author of Ali Finkel's Rules for Girls. I've read those books. And The Princess Diaries. And Hilarious. What with unexpected plot twists and plenty of girl power. And that was from Booklist. I'm pretty sure they review books. For Jessica Braun. P.S. Read forever. Prologue. This is not a joke. Oh, and I almost forgot we need to do our quote. Today's quote is, The most wasted days is one without laughter. E.E. E. Cummings. Okay, now we can start reading our book. Prologue. This is not a joke. Once upon a time, my life was normal. Then, the mirror in our basement ate us. Do you think I'm joking? Do you think I'm making this up? You do, don't you? You're thinking, um, Abby, mirrors don't usually go ahead and slurp people up. Mirrors just hang on the wall and reflect stuff. Well, you're wrong. So very wrong. Everything I'm going to tell you is the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And I'm not making anything up. I am not a liar or a crazy person who thinks she's telling the truth but secretly isn't. In fact, I am a very logical person. Fair, too. I have to be since I'm going to be a judge when, judge when I grow up. First, well, first, I'm going to be a lawyer. And then I'm going to be a judge. Because you have to be a lawyer for it first. That's the rule. But yeah, I am an extreme, extremely logical, extremely practical, 
practical and extremely uncrazy ten-year-old girl whose life went completely berserk after her parents forced her to move to Smithvale. Smithville. Still don't believe me? You will when you hear all the facts. You will when you hear the whole story. Let me start at the beginning. Chapter 1. The Beginning. The moment the recess bell rings, the kids in my new 5th grade class decide they want to play tag. We eeny, meeny, miny, and somehow I'm it. Me. The new kid. Great. Not. I cover my eyes to give the other kids a 10 second head start. Okay, five. Then run toward the fence. Straight away, I spot Penny, who is very tall. Well, taller than me. Although most people are taller than me. She's also wearing a bright orange sweatshirt that's hard to miss. I don't know all the kids' names, but Penny is easy to remember because she because she wears super high ponytails and I just think Penny's pony. Penny's pony. Penny's pony. I dash over and tap her on the elbow. You're it, Penny's pony. I mean, Penny. She looks at me strangely. Um, no, I'm frozen. Huh? It's not that cold. Plus, her orange sweater looks really warm. What? I ask. Penny wrinkles her forehead. You tagged me. I'm frozen. No, I say slowly. I was it. I tagged you. So now you're it. Now you have to tag someone else to make them be it. That's why the game is called it. I blink. I mean tag. The it person has to tag everyone, Penny says. Her tone suggests she knows way more about tags than I do. And my cheeks heat up because she doesn't. When you're tagged, you freeze. And the very last person tagged is the next it. It's called a freeze tag. Got it? The last person to get tagged gets to be it. If you're the last person tagged then that means you're the best player. If you're the best player, you should get to do a happy dance dance where well, everyone throws confetti on you. You should not have to be the new it because it because being it is not a reward. My heart sinks. If I have to be it until every last fifth grader is tagged or frozen, this is going to be a very, very, very long game. Here's the thing. I'm trying to have a fresh start and be flexible about my new school. But how can I when people here do everything wrong? Please allow me to present my case. 1. Everyone in Smithville calls Coke, Pepsi, and Orange Crush soda. Ridiculous, right? Pop is a much better name. Pop, pop, pop. Coke pops on your tongue. It doesn't soda on your tongue. The people here do not know how to make a peanut butter and banana sandwich. The right way is to slice the banana banana up and then press the slices one by one into the peanut butter, preferably in neat and orderly rows. But the kids in my new school mash the bananas, mix a spoonful of peanut butter into the mashed 
mashed bananas, and spread the whole gloopy mess on their bread. Why, oh, why would they do that? And now, instead of tag, I, uh, three. And now, instead of tag, they want to play, ooh, let's all be frozen statues while Abby runs around and around and around. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I do not want to call Pop soda. I do not want to eat gloopy banana mush. I do not want to be it. I'm pretty sure the way I play is the right way. I say my throat tightening. I'm right. I am. No, she states. I'm frozen, and you'd better get going or it'll just get harder. Tears burn the back of my eyes. I don't want things to get harder. I want things to be the way they used to be. Normal. No thanks, I say in a careful voice that it's not to let my tears out, but might sound a little squished, or prissy, or, or spoiled bratty, possibly. You're quitting? Penny asks, her, eye, her eyebrows fly up. Just because you didn't get your way? No, I'm just tired. I'm not even lying. I am tired. I'm tired of everything being different. Why can't things be like they used to be? I go to Mrs. Coldman, the teacher on the playground duty. I ask I ask her if I can go to the library. You mean the media you mean the media room, hun? She asks. I shrink even smaller. They don't even call a library a library here? But the second I step into the media room, the world gets a little better. I take a deep breath. Ah, Maybe in Smithville, a room filled with books is called a media room. But it's most just like the library in my old normal school. Musty, dusty, papery. The books, are, the books on the shelves of the school library, media room, are, are books I recognize. They're books I've gobbled up, gobbled up many times before. Many, many times before. My shoulders sag with relief. Because guess what? No matter how many times you read them, stories always stay the same. I get, to, I get my love of books from my Nana. She used to read to me all the time. She's a liter, literature professor at a university, a university in Chicago, the normal place where I used to live. I feel a pain in my gut when I think about my old house, my faraway friends, my Nana. Peanut butter and banana sandwiches made the right way. And then I shake off those heavy feelings and run my fingers along the row of books. My finger stops. It rests on a collection called Fairy Tales, where good is good and bad is bad, and logical, practical fifth graders never get stuck being it forever. My chest loosens. Perfect. And that is the end of the chapter. I think I might do, um, like, one chapter for each episode. Because these chapters aren't that long. But if it's, like, really, really long, I might stop short. But if it's, like, really short, I might start a little bit of the next chapter. So thank you for listening. I'm Alana, and this is Alana Reads. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye, my bookworms.